You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Hi, and welcome to episode number 101 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from todayifoundout.com. And in today's episode, you're going to learn about what exactly causes a hangover. And there are several different elements that can contribute. We're going to take you through all of them. And then there's going to be a brief word from our great sponsor, Naturebox. After that, we're going to have a bonus why article about why asparagus can make your pee smell funny. And then in the bonus facts section, it's going to be very useful today because we're going to look at potential cures for a hangover. Let's just get right into today's show. There are several things that contribute to hangovers, but one of the principal factors is simply dehydration. Alcohol has a dehydrating effect by inhibiting the release of vasopressin, which is an antidiuretic hormone. So, in layman's terms, the result of alcohol inhibiting the vasopressin is that your body produces a lot more urine than normal, with the result that you become dehydrated easily. This dehydration is a major contributor to the headache, dry mouth, and general feeling of lethargy that is often experienced during a hangover. Another major contributor to a hangover, many think, even more significant than dehydration, is acetaldehyde. Acetaldehyde is produced when alcohol is converted within your body by the enzyme alcohol dehydrogenase to acetaldehyde. Why is this bad? Acetaldehyde is a carcinogen in humans and has been shown to cause damage to DNA as well as abnormal muscle developments when it binds to proteins, among other negative side effects. Acetaldehyde eventually gets converted to the much more safe, for your body, acetic acid. However, some people's bodies contain a genetic quirk where their bodies don't convert acetaldehyde to acetic acid very well or at all. These people have been shown to be significantly more prone to severe hangovers. They are also ultimately more prone to Alzheimer's disease, various organ problems, live cancer, and cancer of the upper gastrointestinal tract. Certain East Asian groups have a mutation in the genetic code that makes their bodies much quicker at converting alcohol to acetaldehyde. Unfortunately, a large percentage of this group also have a genetic mutation that makes their bodies very slow at converting the acetaldehyde to acetic acid. Thus, this group is susceptible to hangovers that begin shortly after they start drinking and that last for quite a long time. For this reason, people with these particular genetic mutations tend to be very light drinkers, if at all. A similar type of effect can be produced with the drug Antabuse, which prevents acetaldehyde from converting to acetic acid, so the acetaldehyde stays in your system longer, which typically results in a severe hangover. For this reason, Antabuse is used by alcoholics to help quit drinking. One common myth is that headaches experienced during a hangover are partially caused by alcohol-killing brain cells. In fact, the levels of alcohol one can consume and live are insufficient to kill brain cells. You can learn more about this by listening to episode number 48 of this podcast titled The Brain, Neurons and Alcohol. Other contributing factors to hangovers include 1. Alcohol consumption also reduces the liver's ability to effectively remove acetaldehyde and various other toxins from your bloodstream. This can have various negative effects on your body, depending on what else is present in your system. 2. Alcohol reduces the liver's ability to compensate for dropping blood glucose levels by inhibiting the liver's ability to produce glucose. This results in the brain and your body getting insufficient glucose, the primary energy source for the brain, among other things, which will make you feel fatigued, moody, and weak. This will also inhibit your ability to concentrate. 3. Significant alcohol consumption will also depress your central nervous system. Once the alcohol has been processed by your body, this results in your nervous system going into a hyperactive state, which can cause you to have a rapid heartbeat and be shaky. 4. 
The alcohol itself will irritate your stomach and intestines. This sometimes results in abdominal pain, nausea, diarrhea, and vomiting. The latter two listed will also further dehydrate your body. 5. Alcohol also interferes with normal sleep patterns, further contributing to the fatigue you may feel from a hangover. 6. Alcohol can also dilate blood vessels, potentially contributing to a headache. So, this episode of the Daily Knowledge Podcast is brought to you by NatureBox, and if you are a regular listener, you will know that they've been sponsoring the shows all this week. NatureBox are a fantastic subscription service for nutritious snacks, and I can tell you this because they were kind enough to send me a sampler of various snacks which I've been enjoying all throughout this week and you've been hearing about. Now, if you go to naturebox.com forward slash knowledge, you'll be able to get 50% off your first month's package. And in that package, you're going to receive five full-size snack bags that have been approved by a nutritionist. So as it's Friday and wrapping up the week of sponsorship, I was basically picking my way through the rest of the NatureBox snacks that they sent me and enjoying myself. Have to say, overall, my favorite ones were the sweet potato fries, which were really delicious, closely followed by the pucker pistachios, which were... um the lemon pistachios that I think I mentioned on Tuesday. Overall, a fantastic selection of snacks, and if you want to get in on this NatureBox action, all you need to do is go to naturebox.com forward slash knowledge, and just by following that link, you'll be entitled to 50% off your first month's box. naturebox.com forward slash knowledge for 50% off. Thank you to NatureBox for sponsoring the show. Why eating asparagus makes your pee smell? The smell comes from the way certain chemical compounds in asparagus break down inside people's bodies. This is why cooking asparagus in various ways does not result in the same smelly byproduct. The specific digestive enzymes that break down the compounds in the asparagus to produce the smell aren't present until you eat the asparagus. As to this specific result in chemical compounds that ends up causing the smell, it has long been thought that it is from methanethiol. Methanethiol is a colorless gas that smells a bit like rotting cabbage. It is composed primarily of sulfur, but also includes hydrogen and carbon. More recent research by Robert H. White from the University of California proposes an alternative theory. White used gas chromatography, mass spectrometry, to try to identify the cause of the smell, and he concluded that it was actually from the S-methyl thioesters, specifically S-methyl thioacrylate and S-methyl thiopropionate. Thioesters, like methanethiol, are primarily sulfur-based, except they are formed from sulfur bonding with an acyl group. In either case, the ability of a particular person to produce the necessary smelly compound in their urine after digesting asparagus was thought to be a genetic trait unique to only some humans until relatively recently. Recent research done in France, China, and Israel all independently showed that this is not the case. Rather, all humans appear to produce the smelly compounds, but only some humans can detect the smell. The ability to detect the smell or not is a genetic trait. Further, according to the study done in Israel, only about 22% of people have that genetic ability to smell the odor from the urine of people who have recently eaten asparagus. And now for today's bonus facts. Now, you might be wondering how best to avoid a hangover. For starters, alternate drinking on an alcoholic drink with a non-alcoholic drink. This will slow your alcohol intake rate. Your liver can typically only break down alcohol at about one American 12-ounce beer per hour. The slower you drink, the more time your body has to keep up with things. By alternating this with water, you also help keep yourself hydrated and dilute the alcohol in your system, reducing irritation in your stomach and intestines. Next, avoid dark alcoholic drinks. These contain more congeners than lighter-colored drinks. 
These congeners will up the chance of you getting a headache and experiencing other symptoms associated with a hangover. Eat before and while you are drinking. Specifically, eat food that is high in starches and essential vitamins and minerals. Avoid greasy foods, as this will only contribute to an upset stomach. Another trick is to drink a big glass of water before you go to bed to help rehydrate your body. Another tried-and-true trick is to take vitamin B supplements to give yourself a boost of energy. What you don't want to do is take ibuprofen, aspirin, or Tylenol. Your liver is already working hard enough to process the alcohol. Taking these drugs with significant amounts of alcohol can potentially damage your liver. Bonus Fact 2 Hangover was a common term in the 19th century, meaning unfinished business. Around the early 20th century, the common meaning shifted slightly to mean what it does today. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.